0: welcome back to another edition of the nfl draft bible player spotlight show it is january 3rd 2017 we've got another edition here lined up for you bringing you the names you need to know first since 2002 it's what we do baby and uh you know i had a chance to catch up with villanova linebacker ed shockley recently and he's a guy that's going to be out at the nfl pa collegiate bowl so um I'm going to play the interview from the other day. I had a chance to speak with the uh, Villanova team captain, CAA All-American, 246 career tackles, 28 and a half tackles for loss, seven and a half sacks. We'll have his full in-depth scouting report up on NFLDraftBible.com and. He is listed at six foot two thirty-five. You'll hear in the interview that's where he feels comfortable at the next level playing, and uh, we look forward to this interview. So check it out, and uh, remember it's brought to you by DefianceFuelWater.com. Check out DefianceFuel.com, and here's our interview with Villanova linebacker Ed Shockley. Back at it again, Rick Savattella here. With the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show, bringing you the names you need to know first since 2002. It's what we do, baby, and we have a great interview lined up for you today. Another player that should be on your radar for the upcoming 2018 NFL Draft. He is Ed Shockley, the Villanova playmaking linebacker. He joins us now on the Defiance Fuel Water hotline but we're actually in studio today so uh we want to give a shout out to Define Fuelwater but most importantly welcome to the show Ed and I appreciate you taking some time and joining us here uh you're just now a couple weeks away from the NFL PA Collegiate Bowl just wrapped up your senior season have you had any thought or time yet to really reflect on your collegiate career and you know what are you going to miss now that your playing days collegiately
1: are over uh thanks for having me here you know it's a great honor you know looking at you guys Twitter and stuff like that, other interviews. You know, you guys are definitely uh, well known. You know, it's just an honor to be here, honestly. But um, you know, looking back on the season, you know, I'm just you know, it's crazy that's finally over with, you know, I'm definitely gonna miss, you know, my teammates, my coaches, you know, the last four years I've built a bond with them you know, I think like to think that's unbreakable. So I'm definitely gonna miss, you know, those those relationships that I made. But I'm looking forward to, you know, keeping moving and, you know, further my career in this in this football yeah and you know we mentioned
0: now uh in a couple of weeks you'll be headed out to los angeles i'll be out there as well uh, providing some coverage for everybody to follow your path to the draft um you know let's start there i mean what are what are the impressions that you want the nfl scouts to walk away with when your week of uh the nflpa collegiate bowl is all said and
1: done What's what do you want those scouts to take home and say about you I want them to leave and just have them thinking of every all their uh, you know scouts draft boards, you know just let them know that you know I'm one of the best backs, if not the best linebacker coming out this year. Uh, you know I think that you know if you're playing football, you know you're a true a true competitor. You know you believe that about yourself. So I just want to go out there and you know just shock everyone, you know, and make sure none of them forget my name. Well, I love to play on
0: words, shock everybody. <laughs> so you know I think the one thing that stood out to me. Just watching your film compared to last year. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think, you know, you were more as a uh, disruptor this season. I think you know the burst, the flexibility, maybe uh, the ability to dip and get underneath into the backfield. It seems like you were in the backfield more consistently this season. Would you agree with that? And what do you attribute that to?
1: Um, I would definitely attribute that to not only my teammates, but uh, my, uh, you know, our new defensive corner, Coach Trainer. Uh, you know, Coach Crocker, who uh, left to UConn, he's a defense coordinator at UConn now. You know, he's a great guy, a magnificent coach. You know, Coach Trainer, you know, when he came in, he definitely you know sat me down, talked to me. You know, he wanted to play into my little, lo- uh, my hands a little bit more. You know, my my instinctiveness, you know, my 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 blitzing skills and my instincts and stuff like that. So he he definitely wanted to play a role into that. So you know, he let me. You know, I got a little bit of a free hand. And, you know, use my instincts a little bit more and not so much. You know, doing you know being here at this point that play. He let me, you know, kind of play freely a little bit, you know, within the scheme. And, you know, our D-line, you know, they do a magnificent job, you know, clogging up some holes and, you know, letting me do my thing along with the other linebackers. Yeah, you got to let uh, the natural instincts take over and that's when you can maximize a player's production. You
0: look very comfortable doing it. And, you know, you mentioned the new coordinator coming in. You guys played a unique scheme there at uh, Villanova and, those defensive linemen up front that you mentioned, they got a little bit more responsibility because really you guys playing like a 3-5, so they got to carry the weight a little bit extra up front.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. They're, they're definitely the anchor of our defense. You know, they uh they do all the work without getting the credit. And, you know, hats off to them. You know, I respect them guys. I have the utmost respect for them. We play like a, a 33 defense. Uh, we have like a linebacker slash safety high, hybrid kind of, you know, we have like a 3-D-3 under type defense. So, you no know, it's, it's it's rare. You know, not too many people have it, but uh, I – definitely seeing a little bit more, especially at the SCS level. What do you think is the biggest difference playing
0: in a a 3-3 scheme as opposed to some of the traditional defenses? You know, everybody's familiar with the 43 and 34. What's the biggest difference just in
1: terms of the role that you have? Um, I would say we're definitely, as a linebacker in a 3-3 scheme, you're definitely uh, asked a lot to make playing space a lot more, you know, whether it be taking on blockers in space, whether that be covering in space, whether that be making tackles in space, you know, you, you have to be able to move and you have to be strong. You have to be fast playing in that scheme, you know, because you act a lot more. There's a lot of one-on-one. It's like if you miss a tackle, there's no hiding. Uh, if you miss a, a coverage, there's no hiding. You know, it's one-on-one every time, all in space.
0: Now, you mentioned the natural instincts. Uh, I think that's one of your best attributes. But what I really love is, you know, a lot of times when you're breaking down linebackers, they tend to get sloppy in their technique. You are consistent every play. I I love the demeanor, the stance, constantly with the head on the swivel, and just an intensity. It feels like, you know, your teammates feed off of your intensity. I know you were named the team captain. Talk a little bit about what it meant to you in a leadership role and just mentoring some of these underclassmen. Are you a guy that leads by example? Are you a vocal leader, a combination of both? Will you pull a guy
1: to the side? Just take us through what you consider to be your leadership characteristics. Um, I was definitely gonna say a little bit about a little bit of both. Because, I mean, a good leader, you know, you can't be yelling at people and not doing the same thing, carrying yourself, not leading by example. So I feel like a good leader, first and foremost, has to lead by example. And that's what brings other people along and makes other people want to follow you. So I definitely, you know, try to pride myself, even if I'm, you know, tired, you know, something not every, not every day you want to practice, you know, it's, 20 degrees out, stuff like that, you just got to come out with that mentality that, look, other people are watching you, and, uh, and what are you going to put out on film? You know, the eye in the sky doesn't lie. You know, everybody's always recording practice. But you also have to set, you know, in college football, everybody, you know, you come in with an ego. Everybody comes in with confidence. So you have to learn how to talk to different players. I think a good leader knows how to, work, you know, lead his team. So different people, you know, some guy might need to get yelled at, screamed at in the face like that. Some guys, you know, might have to pull aside, you know, boost their confidence a little bit. So I believe, you know, that's the role I had to take on this year. You know, we have a lot of leaders in our defense. And uh, being the leaders of not only the younger guys, but being the leaders of the upperclassmen and stuff like that, you know, that's something, a role I definitely had to take on this year.
0: Talking to Ed Shockley, Villanova playmaking linebacker, 99 tackles on the season, 11 and a half tackles for loss, three and a half sacks, I believe, rattling off the stat lines without any paper in front of me. But we've been studying up on you, and uh, if you're tuned in, listening to the show, you want more footage, more information, we'll have a full in-depth uh, scouting report on Ed up on the NFLDraftBible.com, along with some of his film breakdowns, and uh, you know, Ed, we talked about your instincts. We talked about um, your ability to cover sideline to sideline. Even in pass coverage, I I see you uh, with that ability as well. But, you know, for the scouts tuning in, for the listening audience tuning in who might just be finding out about you for the first time, let's hear from your mouth if you were to give a self-scouting report of yourself and uh, we were going to pop in the game film on you. Tell us what we should expect to see.
1: Uh, If you're watching my film, you're definitely going to see somebody who, uh, who plays with intensity. You know, never take a play off. You know, I pride myself on that. Uh, somebody who's durable, I've never missed a practice, never missed a game in my career. Um, you know, I pride myself on that. I think that comes from, you know, the hard work off the season. And uh, instinctive, you know, I play fast. I can cover. And uh, I play with strength, you know. I'm, I can get off blocks. You know, some people, you know, not, not you know, that's a lot of niche, on a lot of linebackers. If you can get off blocks or now, you know, I feel like I can do that. I play well with my hands, you know, to avoid blocks. But uh, I think, you know, as far as the full package, you know, I'm very close to it. You know, there's always room for improvement. You know, film does a allow you. know, everybody has things to improve on. But I feel as though um, I can cover, have great instincts, sideline to sideline speed, I'm strong. I can make plays in open space, you know. So what are some of the things, you know, now that we're entering the draft
0: season, you mentioned some things you might want to improve the next four months or so leading up to the draft. You'll be... You know, testing for your measurables, you'll be doing positional work. I mean, what are some of the goals and expectations that you do want to work on improving in an
1: area of the game that you would like to get better at? Oh, um, everything. <laughs> I feel like I'm nowhere, you know, close to my ceiling in anything that I do. So I feel like everything can get better. And, you know, I'm not just going in and focusing on one thing, I just want to improve on everything.
0: Words of a true competitor, for sure. Uh, Ed Shockley here, number thirty-three. If you're breaking down the game film, of course we'll have it up on the NFLDraftBible.com website. And you know, there's going to be a lot of good coaches out there at the NFLPA, and you've had a lot of good coaches at Villanova, and I'm sure throughout your high school time. Is there, you know, a coach out there that has really impacted you during your playing career? It could be from youth all the way up to where you are now, and. You know, take us back to when you
1: fell in love with the sport of football. When did you know that you had a special talent? Since forever, man. I I can't remember a time where, uh, you know, I wasn't involved in football. Even when I was too young to play football, you know, my dad had me watching. You know, he grew up a Giants fan, so had me watching Giant games, you know, breaking down film, watching, you know, it just wasn't watching Sunday Night Football or Sunday Football. It was... Breaking down what the linebackers are doing, what's the tendencies like? What do you think is the, guess the next defense to play? Guess the next. What do you think the offense is going to do? What should we do for that? So, ever since you know, forever, I, I've been in love with the game, and you know, I like I I give a lot of credit to my dad. You know, he's my first coach, and you know, he he's continued to be coach. And, you know, you know, sometimes he thinks he lives a little bit more than he <laughs> he does. You know, he's always been my first coach, and uh, you know, he's definitely the most important role.
0: Sounds like some fun car rides on the way home (laughs) after games. Now, you know, when I was growing up, maybe not so much when you were growing up, but the Giants were traditionally known to have great linebackers and kind of faded off in years past. But I'm just curious, you know, who are some of the linebackers at the next level? Anybody in the NFL that you enjoy watching? I know uh, a lot of players like to, you know, Pick and grab different things from different
1: players. Anybody that you enjoy watching at the NFL level? Uh, yeah, like I said, like a lot of players do. I, uh, like I'm the same. I don't think it's one NFL like uh, linebacker that I can say, but uh, I like you know Luke Kuechly, Sean Lee, right, Navarra Bowman. They're all very instinctive, athletic linebackers. You know, they can sort through traffic. Uh, they can play in the box. They can stick coverage and stuff, things like that. So I, I think I like those three right now. Yeah, not 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 too shabby.
0: Those are definitely some good guys to watch and, and uh grab aspects, different bits and pieces of their game. Now, being a Jersey guy, I'm a Jersey guy. Uh, you know, I'm more north northern Jersey, but you know, tell me about growing up in Millville, uh what was it like
1: and uh you know, it's just are you born and raised? Are you a Jersey guy born and raised or uh, yeah, was- I'm a Jersey guy born and raised. Uh, I actually grew up in Woodbine, New Jersey. It's a small town probably about fifteen minutes from Millville and um in high school, as I got older, my parents moved to Millville, so my mother moved to Millville, and uh, that's where I went to high school and things like that. But uh, you know, growing up, you know, my uh, my community is small, so you know, every day after practice or every day after uh, school, everybody would run to the field, play football. I mean, even if we didn't have a football at the time, we play throw ups or Gatorade bottles and things like that. So we always found a way, you know, to play sports like that. So I, our community is so tight, you know, if it's group man hunts. Football and we always find a way. Football recess, 20-minute break. Go grab a Gatorade bottle, play football with the Gatorade bottle. Now
0: I know coming out of high school, you had quite a few schools chasing after you. Take us back to that decision to go to Villanova. Why did you choose that? I know. Just doing some research on you value academics, and, and uh, that's a great school for that. But take us through that decision making process. And, you know, any high school kid now that might be listening and has aspirations of playing collegiately, maybe a piece of advice you can tell them about the whole college selection process and the recruitment because it's become a very yeah, yeah. big deal these days.
1: Uh, besides, like, uh, the academic point, I mean, every, you know, every school's going to have their academic pluses and minuses, you know. But besides the academic pop, which my mom always harps on, you know, that was her biggest thing coming out. Um, it was where I sat at home. Uh, you know, I took other official visits. And when I when I went to Villanova, I felt like they, you know, they actually wanted me there. You know, the players that I, you know, I talked to and, and built relationships with there, you know, we clicked instantly. Even, like, guys uh, that I met all my official, and me and Malik Reeves' uh, corner, who's at, also playing in the East West Island game. He, uh, me and him, you know, we clicked automatically. And uh, Rob Roll, who's going back for a fifth year, you know, those guys are like my brothers, and we, we clicked like that. So, you know, that played a big role into deciding if I wanted to go to Villanova or not. So, there were things like that. And on top of that, the coaching stuff, you know, they've been there, you know, before, you know, last year with the coaching changes, you know, those coaches have been there for 15 plus years. And that, that was very important. Somewhere, you know, where I would go there and not the next coach would leave just for a new coaching job, you know. Yeah, it seems like
0: continuity at the collegiate level uh, is less and less now. Um, coaches hopping and bopping around all over the place. Um, I'm curious, you know, a little bit more off the field to try to get to know you. I mean, when you're not playing football or studying, breaking down game films, what do you like to do in your spare time? What do you like to do when you're relaxing?
1: Any hobbies or activities that you enjoy? I, I love staying active. So, I mean, whether it be hiking snowboarding, jet skiing, you know, I, I live close to the beach, you know, so we go paddle boarding and things like that. You know, I love just, I, I hate sitting in the house and stuff like that. I'm also very close to my family, family guys, so, like, if I'm not hanging with my family, i am we're going to the beach, we're, we're going hiking. Uh, me and my dad white whitewater rafting. We we like doing things like that, trying new things. Uh, we went up to New Hampshire to go hiking and stuff like that. You know, we just like being outdoors and just staying in touch with that type of thing. You know, it's funny, I, I
0: did an interview with, uh, matt white from monmouth earlier this morning and you know he was a beach guy also obviously monmouth is close to long branch mm-hmm. so i gotta lay this one on you being a jersey guy our national audience is gonna hit the snooze fest a little bit but i'm just curious to know favorite
1: jersey shore beach now listen i know a lot of people think jersey shore they think you know up north and all that the best beach is in cape May. cape May manager the furthest south you can get Best beaches. (laughs) Our super producer, Sammy C, is nodding her head in agreement.
0: She's a South Jersey gal as well. So uh, you're winning over some fans already in the draft (laughs) process, Ed. Um, All right. Well, you know, what's something that we might not know about you or just it could be on or off the field. It could be related to playing or to your personal life. How about something interesting that we might not know?
1: Hmm. Something that's interesting that we might not know. Hmm, I guess, like, before games, uh, you know, a lot of people, like, listen to, like, hard stuff and get them going and get them pumped. You know, I just like to get away and relax. And, you know, I throw in some gospel music and things like that. I like to relax and actually get in my head. You know, football, you know, physical sport, you know, a lot of dumb, you know, physically. But I think a lot of it is played mentally. I think that's where a lot of people, you know, undermine it. So I, I definitely, you know, throw in some slow music some gospel music. Right okay. Yeah, that's but, a little so, bit different for sure. <laughs>
0: And there you have it, the interview with Ed Shockley from Villanova. We cut it short there a little bit because we continue to pick up the conversation, and we will have that video for you on the NFLDraftBible.com as well as our YouTube page. So uh, check out NFLDraftBible.com. There's a whole lot more of Ed Shockley coming on. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to following his path to the draft. All the way out to the NFL PA Collegiate ball. Hopefully, he gets that combine invite. We'll be out there as well and counting you down to the 2018 NFL draft. So, um, you know, listen, to, hey, we had a girls soccer game start up <laughs> right as, you know, we found a nice quiet spot. As soon as we began the interview, a girls soccer match began. And as soon as we finished, the girls soccer match ended. So uh, we were. Off the mark with our timing there But we wanted to give you a little taste of uh, Ed Shockley, bring you inside his game And again, this is what we do Bringing you the names you need to know first Since 2002 NFLDraftBible.com Of course, today's show was brought to you by Defiance Fuel Water file Limitations, check out DefianceFuel.com For that, always uh, keeping us hydrated Here at the NFL Draft Bible And across the nation As we go on location, counting you down January 3rd here Four months to go until that 2018 NFL Draft. We appreciate you tuning in. Uh, If you missed the beginning of this interview, you want to hear it in its entirety, you can catch it here on Blog Talk Radio. Of course, we're on iTunes. We'll have it posted on the NFLDraftBible.com. So can't stop, won't stop. Keep it locked, everybody.